Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. All righty, and good evening, folks, and welcome to the Whitfield Report. And, uh, chat, I'm just going to be up front with you. I, uh, I am down two co-hosts tonight. Maybe Apex will show up later on. I'm, I'm hoping he will. Uh, but, uh, Akaba is out with the case of the swine flu, I guess. Uh, you know, he may... He made fun of the uh, he made fun of the rage pig, uh, Ethan Ralph, and now he uh, he he texted me uh, about like thirty minutes ago saying he has uh, you know he's been kind of sick and feeling feverish and uh, isn't really doing that great. So uh, you know I know he, I know uh, Mr. Vickers returned to the uh, podcast sphere so. Welcome back, uh, you know, to the coin merchant. I think we ought to give uh, Mr. Vickers here a round of applause. Yes, that is right. Uh, Mr. Vickers did, in fact, return to the... uh, the podcast world, the good, the bad, and the vicious is back. And, uh, Akaba has returned to his, uh, co-host, uh, role there. Don't worry. He's still staying on board. Uh, you know, this show, I haven't fired him or apex, uh, you know, yet. Um, I'm not going to can either of them. Uh, you know, despite the fact that a few people are like, please, Sammy, get rid of Apex. He's he's severely retarded. Uh but no, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna get rid of the gamma. Are you kidding me? I can't do that. Uh he's you know, he's just too good. And then Akaba You know Akaba is the new fresh blood that this program uh, needed, and he does gaming news, which we do have some gaming news tonight, uh, folks, to cover. But uh, real quick, just a few keep, uh, just a few quick housekeeping announcements. Uh, first off, we now have official uh, channel memberships. Um, over on Odyssey. Um, for those that don't know, we we simulcast this show on um, on YouTube, Twitter, and Odyssey. And uh, so we actually have gotten a few viewers on uh, Odyssey before. Um, And that's where you can send me, like, super chats and whatnot directly through, um, you know, Odyssey. 
But you can also, we now have uh, channel memberships available on Odyssey as well. So what that means is, uh, you know, you'll get access to exclusive members-only streams if you uh, sign up on Odyssey. And um, because of the... uh, because Odyssey is a much more forgiving platform than YouTube, uh, I can share content on there that I couldn't before. So I'm thinking of uh, maybe doing a movie night uh, on Odyssey, especially given the fact that Halloween uh, is right around the corner. And uh, so that should be... You know, so let me know, folks, if uh, that is something you were, you're interested in. So anyway, and let me go ahead here and share uh, out the link to the show once again, because we are, in fact, live. And, uh, you know, I, I thought that Twitter would auto-tweet this out, but apparently not. Uh, anyway. So, yeah, like I said, I've uh, I've got a, sh- a solo show uh, for you tonight, unless... Uh, well, Apex did say he would be coming in, but he said he would be a bit light. I don't necessarily know what that means. Uh, you know, I know he closes uh, his job on Saturday night, so hopefully he's just light. But knowing uh, him at times, he might stay a little, you know, lighter than usual. And as a result, not have to not uh you know come on stream i'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt uh but anyway so anyway folks what is up with you um i hope all is well been a pretty uh it's been a pretty uneventful week for me personally um I can't ask my co-hosts how their week was, um, you know, since neither of them are here. But uh, I hope both of them are doing well. I I hope your week, those of you in uh, chat, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, other than just, uh, you know, doing my uh, thing as a freelance uh, writer. I've I've managed to keep busy enough, but uh, you know I can't say that uh, you know I'm too I'm too terribly busy. But uh, anyway, so other than uh, just you know day to day stuff in my personal life, there actually was a ton of uh, news that happened this week. Most notably, folks. Um, Tulsi Gabbard has left the Democrat Party. And she announced this on the um, Joe Rogan Experience podcast, which she was on on Thursday, which I will play 
uh, a little bit of this. Um, but I also wanted to go ahead and let's see. I do want to go ahead and uh, play this clip from her from her own personal YouTube channel where she talks about uh, why she's leaving the Democrat Party because I think it's very uh, insightful. Why um why the hell am I getting um why the hell am I getting oh of course it's it's YouTube that's why um for some reason I'm getting the Young Turks clips here on YouTube and obviously folks that's not what I want here thought I had this queued up but I guess not okay Alrighty. Let me see. Alright. Let me see if. Oh, okay. Um, all right, let me, okay, she actually does have a YouTube channel here, folks, what do you know? Um, let me go ahead and... Let me go ahead and share the screen. Uh, Ash says, you started so I, I was able to go through every single aisle at Kroger. Um, well, I, I mean, I hope you stocked up on some good stuff there, um, Ash. So, and also that's, and also I don't know if you got the part where I said uh, that, you know, I got I got a notification like twenty or thirty minutes ago that Akaba, you know, he's out and then Apex, who knows? Um But yeah, Tulsi Gabbard left the Democrat Party, so let me see if I can cue this up here. Yeah. And by the way, we will have a, I am gonna talk about Kanye West. Uh, it'll it'll be interesting because, like I said, this this show is on Odyssey, um, as well. I don't know if this show is going to be on YouTube, uh, and yeah, Ash, if you want to jump on once, uh, if you want to jump on once, uh, you know, you get home, I I would be happy to send you the link. Uh, to join in, 
because I, I know that you probably have stuff to say on uh, Yay. And I also have a story from The Onion that I actually want uh, to read with you that I'm pretty sure is going to get us kicked off of... Uh, well, maybe not kick... It's not going to get the channel taken off of YouTube, but it's probably going to get the stream taken off of YouTube. But um, anyway, yeah, folks, like I said, the, the milfiest woman... And I mean that as a compliment. The milfiest woman in the Democrat Party, in fact, the only MILF in the Democrat Party is no longer a Democrat, and that is Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, she announced on Rogan's podcast on Thursday that she was leaving. And um, she had, so, okay, so she put this announcement out on her, on her own uh, channel, which, let me, okay, let me put this on screen here. And let's see. This is wrong when I wish I had two monitors. So I wouldn't have to switch windows, but uh, it is what it is. Okay, so here's Tulsa Gabbard's official announcement that she's leaving the, Dem the Democrat Party. Um, and yeah. We will get to that here in just a sec. And I will also explain why this is significant, at least in my book. And it has, it has something to do, the reason why she left the Democrat Party has something to do with uh, this incident from almost three years ago where she, uh, you know, she called Kamala out on her BS. And uh, ever since then, the Democrats have been pretty hostile to her but yeah as i said she's leaving the democrat party and apparently she's also starting a podcast i guess but anyway let's see what uh the silver-haired fox has to say I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. 
If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. I can no longer... Uh-oh, chat. Uh, it sounds like Tulsi has a case of the, uh, a case of the Tuckers. She's sounding an awful lot like, uh, Tucker Carlson there, eh, chat? Uh, you know, and, uh, the, the Young Turks and CNN and basically the entire establishment. I've already heard some people calling her, uh, you know, MAGA, which is hilarious because she isn't, uh, you know, she isn't a Trump supporter by any means, but it, we've gotten to the point in clown world, as Ash likes to say, well, kecking, um, you know, uncontrollably. We've gotten to the point in clown world where if you're not with the woke, you're pretty much a Trump supporter, and that means that you're that you're the equivalent to Satan. Um, and so she announced that she was leaving on Thursday, and it's been uh, it's been a a bit of a it's been a bit of a shock to uh, you know a lot of people in the establishment. I'm thrilled by it, and I'll tell you why. Uh, believe it or not, folks, I do have uh, friends and family who, I guess you could, could, could call them liberal on uh, certain issues, or I guess progressive, but they're not, they're not super far left, and they're not woke either, they're pretty much the they're pretty much like Democrats from 50 years ago, 60 years ago. Um, you know, that is to say pretty much that, um, you know, she's pretty much like a JFK Democrat, which is essentially, uh, you know, that is kind of the equivalent of a conservative today. Uh, but it's it's interesting because people have asked me before. Well, you know, Sam, if, if you had to vote Democrat, would you ever? And I would. Be, and I said in the last election, if Tulsi Gabbard ran, I might have to consider, you know, her against Trump. But I knew that they never would, so that wasn't even go, You know, that wasn't even a contest. But she's the only. I guess, former Democrat, when she was in the Democrat Party, she was the only one who was willing to kind of listen to the Republicans. She was the only one in the in the party pushing back against all this, uh, you know, woke bullshit. Um, and... Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm really hoping that this is 
going to allow some other Democrats uh, who are in the party, maybe not in the political establishment, but I'm, just, but I'm hoping that uh, ordinary uh, Democrats, your average citizen, might also consider leaving the party now because, you know, seeing what she did. And, and I mean, I, I know a lot of people there who are not woke. Uh, I've I have neighbors who are Democrats, but they're not woke. And it is frustrating because I keep trying to tell them that they need to leave the party. They keep thinking, oh, you know, trans issues and woke stuff. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. No, it is a it is a big deal now because that's what the entire party is based off. It's all it's not even LGBT uh, activism anymore that's taken over the party. It's all it's it's all just trans activism that has taken over the Democrat Party. Um, And so, you know, that, that's one component of this. The other component of why she got, uh, you know, of why she got ousted from the Democrat Party. Um, and let me see here. Let me switch tabs. Okay, I'm going to have to switch tabs here for the screen showing thing. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, imagine being a non-woke dem. Yeah, right? Imagine imagine that concept, chat. Very hard to... Very hard to imagine. Okay, let's see here. Let me try sharing the screen again. Okay. All right. All right, chat. We'll. We're good to go. So some of these, uh, so some of these videos are from a few years ago, and so I'm not going to go over all of them. But one of the key points that she received backlash on, and one of the reasons why she has left the Democrat Party. Well, let's just go over. Okay, let's let's try our first Joe Rogan clip here, shall we? Um, in case for some reason the stream gets taken offline, we are multi-streaming over on Odyssey, and I will copy and paste the link in chat for you guys to go over and sub there as well, just in case the stream goes over, but. One of the things that she really touched on is just how bad wokeism has gotten how and how it's infested the university system, but also her party over the last few decades. So this was an interesting take. 
I did listen to the whole podcast on Spotify, but this is a very interesting uh, clip. Let's take a listen. People were saying to me, like, why are you concentrating on this? Like, this is some stuff that's happening at mm-hmm. universities. Why is this even a like, why are you obsessed with this? And I said, because this is going to spill over into society. Exactly. Like, you don't see this. Yeah. It's like if if you if we have barbarians that mm-hmm. land in Hawaii and they start attacking, marauding and they get in their boats and they start moving towards America. And you go like, well, hey, uh, I think this is coming here. Like, why are you concentrating on that? Exactly. This is only happening in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're fucking in the boats now, kids. Yeah. They're yeah. in the boats, and now they've they've hit land. Yeah. And now they're burning through tech industry. They're burning through so many corporations. Yeah. Because all this craziness is an accepted idea in universities mm-hmm. so you let these children get away from their parents fuck my mom and dad my mom and dad are bullshit and they're racist and fascist and this that. and then they go to school which their mom and dad paid for probably or they got crazy student loans mm-hmm. they can never get away from mm-hmm. and then they infect these corporations mm-hmm. so you have these people that are in their 50s and 60s that are running these corporations go whoa 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 yeah. what the fuck is going on exactly this is crazy <laughs> you guys you want a litter box in the bathroom yeah. what yeah. that's happening at in tech companies too. Yeah, you, you talk to uh, I've talked to a number of different CEOs who've very clearly expressed that their biggest headache in life is with their HR departments. Yeah, they're trying Activism. to feel like what in the world are we doing here? That's what you know. You, we started this by saying like, by the way, and uh, yeah, nice uh, store shop for you guys there. Um, and by the way, this is something I this is something I've talked about before on the show as well. Human resources departments uh, are garbage these days in mo in most companies. Uh, I haven't or no, it wasn't on this show. I've talked about it, but I have talked about it on Versa uh, with uh, Alex uh, Dolsky. He and I had a conversation once about how bad. Uh, HR departments are, and they really are, uh, you know, a lot of these, uh, you know, big companies within the last, you know, five years have gone completely woke. Uh, it's, it's insane. The, uh, you know, the whole pronouns and your, uh, byline, uh, you know, some companies will even like, punish you even though and to fire you you don't use like appropriate pronouns now i guess um you know on on linkedin uh you have to use he she or they them pronouns in your linkedin bio it like requires you to do that now and it's it's bs um and yeah, I, I am on I am on LinkedIn. I I don't really I don't like it, but I'm on there, um, and I've got my my resume out there. But um, yeah, this is the corporate you know culture that we're 
in now, and it it stemmed from all this woke shit in universities that was on, you know, Tumblr ten years ago. Uh, you know, Mr. Medicare and everyone was laughing at you know the Tumblr bitches ten years ago, and it was a joke. But now these people are running corporate America and running HR departments. So yeah, how did we get here? Yeah, what you just outlined is exactly how we got here. So much of this has been happening already, you know, for for decades in some of these incredibly, uh, I don't even know what you call them, in, in, in a lot of the universities. And then you start seeing it. Okay, well, here's the boundary today. Okay, cool. Got that. We're going to shift it. We're going to shift the, the, you know, the goalpost. Okay, cool. Got that. We're going to shift the goalpost. We're going to shift the goalpost. It never ends. It doesn't. It never ends. And and that's where the the the, the thing that I... <sighs> You know, people warned against in the past, but it's hard to imagine that it would be possible, certainly within our lifetimes, the normalization of yeah. yes. what you said, the, the minor attracted persons and yeah. don't stigmatize that. You know, we're all people. We should all be allowed to celebrate ourselves and all this Madness. other crap. We're talking about kids. Yeah. And how a lot of these same people who are saying, hey, if you refuse to use pronouns, you're fired. Uh, a friend of mine in a in a huge New York law firm, corporate policy is you have to put your pronouns in your email signature block or you will have to talk to the HR department. And he's like one of the partners at this law firm. He's like, this is bullshit. Now, why do they make that distinction? Why? What what kind of pressure forced them into having something as crazy as like you have to have your pronouns? I, I don't know. It, it, it's I, I think that um, it's driven by fear. But it, like, what All of this percentage is of fear. the people are having a problem identifying someone yeah. without pronouns? Yeah. Like how many people are we I, talking about? I would about? imagine it's a very small number. It's a very small number. It just the number of people that identify as trans is higher than it's ever been before, which is really weird. That that's not consistent and you could say well, it's because they feel comfortable doing that because it's an accepted part of society Like maybe but according to Abigail Schreier who wrote that bo- book uh, irreversible damage right with young girls It's up an extraordinary amount like a, a preposterous amount where they have these clusters of girls who identify as trans in school where you get like eight nine kids Yeah, that just all in a friend group identify as trans and she's like there's a very distinct possibility that this is a social contagion yeah. and that this is that there are and with, without the denying that some people are trans because there are. All right. Now, I, I do want to address that point real quick. Why are there so many, uh, you know, why are there so many kids that are, uh, you know, into this whole, you know, trans thing now? Well, A, thankfully... I've, you know, I've got good news. Thankfully, it doesn't seem like a lot of kids, at least here in Florida, and at least, you know, the kids that I'm aware of, uh, you know, that are in my family, a lot of them are not into this whole um, trans thing. But I'll tell you where it is starting is... It's starting in the schools because a lot of these, uh, a lot of the, you know, scholastic publications are, um, you know, becoming like trans friendly, which is weird. Um, 
especially, and we're not talking like for teenagers and whatnot. We're talking for actual children. And then kids shows, even are like having non-binary, uh, you know, they're like non-binary, you know, uh, characters in kids TV show that that are like ex- explicitly non-binary too. Like, yeah, you know, I, I know people who have argued, oh, well, you know, like Casper the Friendly Ghost, you know, was a ghost. And so, you know, that's always been not non, you know, binary. And it's like, okay, but that was like a, but that was like a cartoon ghost. Like they try and pull out these ridiculous, but we're talking like now they have characters that are like explicitly non-binary and like kids cartoons. And so, yeah, you wonder you know, you wonder, like, why the, why these kids are starting to, like, report, you know, as, like, being high percentage as trans when they're younger, it's because of, it's because of the scholastics, it's because of, you know, TV shows, and I think in a large part, it's also because right now, it's trendy to say that I'm trans, even though a lot of these kids have no idea what sexuality even is until they're, you know, 13 or 14 at all. And even then, you know, I hate to say it, but like most, most kids don't really know, most teenagers don't really even know what they're fully about until they're, you know, 17, 18. Hell, even at 19, I was still trying to figure my shit out, uh, you know, somewhat. Um, you know, like, I knew by then I was completely into, into women, but now it's, uh, you know, now these kids want to get, like, gender assignment surgeries when they're, you know, teenagers and, oof, yeah. So, uh, you know, that is one thing where I will give uh, Owen Benjamin, I won't give him credit on, but he he wasn't wrong about the trans, uh, you know, kids thing. And I never said he was wrong on that either. It was all the other stuff that followed that, you know, that preceded him to, you know, spiral and make an ass of himself. So, but, uh. Yeah, but this was one of the, uh, I guess this was one of the main motivations for Tulsi leaving the Democrat Party was because of all this woke bullshit. Uh, And then the other reason why she got kicked out, out of the Democrat Party, and this is very interesting, but not surprising, she went against uh, Camel Toe Harris, um, who, you know, during the uh, primary, you know, and she was a woman of color running for the office of president, and then she was anointed vice president next to that walking uh, zombie that we have in there right now. And I guess she got, I guess, Tulsi kind of got the silent treatment from the uh, the Dems after 
calling uh, Kamal out on her bullshit. So let's see what this is about. And by the way, I'm sending you three hours uh, of a Joe Rogan podcast just by playing these. So you're welcome, chat. You're welcome. That is, for you, that is where, like, everything sort of soured with you and the Democratic Party was when, during the debates, where you accurately pointed out her record. Yeah. And you 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 basically sank any hope that she had of being president because you opened up this discussion that many people are not aware of about her prosecution record and the things that she's done that are absolutely illegal, yeah. like forcing people to work as labor, as cheap labor for the state to fight wildfires after they're supposed to be released. Exactly. They did their time. They did their time and she kept them in prison to use them essentially as slave labor for the state, putting their own lives at risk forcibly. The the thing about um, my exchange with her on that debate stage, um, and you, you take a step back, you got a question like all of those things I brought up on her record, you easily Googleable on the first page when you look at Kamala Harris's record. All of those things I'd have to dig very deep to see what those issues and problems were with her record. So then the question is, hey. Why didn't why didn't anybody in the media ask her these questions about the record that she said, I'm so proud of my record as this and as that, as that. All right, cool. Talk about this. This is your record. Talk about these things. No one in the media did that. There's no other candidate on the debate stage who had the balls to bring that up. How 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 are voters supposed to be able to make their best informed decision when the media and fellow Democratic candidates who are running, who are her opponents in that race, don't have the courage to ask a very factual question on a record that she says she's proud of. Do you think that there's a concerted effort to hide that information? Or do you think that people recognize that, 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 that that's, that's a trap? Like, if, if I do that, then it's going to fuck up my future. They're going to not want me to participate in certain things, which most certainly happened to you. Yes. That most certainly happened. To, and, and that shows the double standard. I, you know, I don't know why no one had the courage to ask her those questions, why I was the first person to do it. Uh, if I had to guess, I would imagine it's because she's got friends in high places. I would guess it's because she's a she's a woman of color and no one wants to be seen as the person attacking a woman of color. Who's it also has to do with the fact that and again, folks, I I. I, uh, I'm glad we're streaming on Odyssey and I cannot stress that we're over on Odyssey enough because what I'm about to say could get us extended off YouTube. The, the fact that Tulsi, and I even remember pointing this out during the 2020 primary election, the fact that, the fact that Tulsi Gabbard was the only one on the primary stage who really was calling out Kamala Harris and getting under her skin, you know, and calling her on a record for basically arresting, uh, you know, black people, prosecuting black people for uh, basically minor crimes such as smoking you know, marijuana, 
you know, nonviolent crimes. And, you know, she wanted to be the, you know, she wanted to proclaim herself as some champion for African-Americans and African-American women when the vast majority of, you know, those that she was locking up were in fact, you know, African-Americans themselves. So, you know, Tulsi called her out on that. And, uh, you know, she dared to question Kamala, who was, you know, part of a script. And the script was that Biden was going to be, you know, the nominee and Kamala was going to be, uh, you know, the VP. And then, uh, you know, Tulsi decided to deviate from that script a bit and call her out on you know, her stuff, and oh, that can't, that can't happen, so, therefore, Tulsi was punished for that, and she also, uh, has been, been punished, she even said this later on in the podcast, the Dems didn't like her, because she was the only one willing to go on Tucker Carlson, uh, on, to, you know, Fox News, you know, so that was another factor, and look, I'm not saying that Tulsi Gabbard is, perfect by any means there are a lot of uh you know she's pretty questionable on gun rights i will say that um i don't really know many of her social stances not that i really you know care much at this point since she's not really running for office but if she ever does in the future i will um you know, be more interested. The reason why I'm so interested in, in Tulsi and the reason why I'm so interested in, in the fact that she's left the Democrat Party is, as I have said, there are a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of folks I know who are, who are basically non-local liberals, but they're also like, well, I can't, uh, I can't leave the Democrat Party because if I do... Then I'll have to go to the Republican Party and vote for Trump. And I don't want to do that because Trump is a meanie and, you know, he bullies people. And, you know, so I'm I'm stuck with the Democrats. And, you know, I, I guess Biden is better than, you know, mean orange man or something. And here you have a, here you have a woman, an actual woman. And granted, she's also a silver fox. I mean, she's even got that silver streaker in her hair. Um, You know, who's very eloquent, who's very well-spoken, who actually has military service. Uh, You know, she's not... She's not out there. She's not crazy, I don't think. She just seems... She just seems to talk normally. She's not doing Obama's like, uh, you know, Obama had that certain cadence of speaking that was very Obama-like. And, uh, you know, Obama had the cadence and Biden has no cadence. But see, Tulsi and Trump and granted, there are probably a few others. They don't have 
they don't have a cadence. They just speak, I guess, normally, and that's refreshing. So, yeah, I'm not saying that Tulsi Gabbard is perfect, but I am, what I am saying is she could be the catalyst for a lot of Democrats to wake up and decide to maybe leave the party. And, you know, by all means, I think there are a lot of uh, Republicans who should perhaps leave the party as well. Um, and Ash just texted me that he was home. And and uh, thanks, Ash. I will send you the link to join this sh- show in the... Um, in the di- in the Discord, um, so and oh, I draw my my mouse fall off, fell off my desk, so I'm gonna have to use the trackpad again. Lovely. Ah. <sighs> Don't worry, I'll I'll have a I'll have a coast to bounce off of in just a sec. So you guys won't have to uh you know put up with too much dead air for too long. Um let's see. Alright. Um Austin, Austin not says, be beware the cougar. Um, sir, you must be newer at, around here. Um, we love we love cougars in these parts, and I'm 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 from Florida, so that is also a literal statement. But uh, oh shit, we've got Phil here too. Um, so we've got Ash joining us. We've got, uh, hopefully Apex will, will join us here. Um, and then maybe if Phil, I'll, I'll shoot you the link. Maybe if you can jump in here too. We're, we're, like I said, we're, we're down a co-host. Akaba got the swine flu from... I'm uh, making fun of uh, a certain rage pig. So, uh, you know, speed recovery to uh, Akaba. But, uh, yeah, let's. Uh... All right, let me add you and. Uh... You know what? I'm I'm gonna just do the easiest thing and combine this into a group chat. All right. All right. I love being able to copy links from my. Okay. Uh, everyone should have the link to this uh, stream. I sent it in Discord for for you, gentlemen. 
so oh yeah oh yeah i know i knew i was talking about the silver fox um let's see i was just uh i was just saying hi to uh my moderators here or yeah it's my co-host so um speaking of co-hosts we have with us now uh ash who i think is ash can you uh can you hear me i can't hear you all right so ash is working on audio what's going on phil i can hear you fine oh really all right hey how's it going sammy it's going it's going good my friend how how you doing uh not doing too bad you know just doing the old deal the old grind how things down in florida uh things are going pretty well um considering that we're that we just got a hurricane season yeah so it's good it's good seeing that you're doing okay because you know that place was that place has uh, been a wreck for a while now huh well Sarasota, thankfully, where I where I'm at, didn't get hit too bad. Um, but the but the rest of uh, South Florida, yeah, it did get wrecked wrecked a bit. Um, so, mm. so um, what? and I think I I think Ash is solving mic issues, maybe, but I'm I'm not sure. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just having technical difficulties. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it's, it takes a little. Like, I I don't know if he's been on here before, but it kind of take. I know it does take a little bit to finagle. I guess. Yeah. Let me. Uh, yeah. Let me. Uh, I just took the uh, the screen share off too, but uh, anyway. So, what do you make of uh, Tulsi leaving the Democrat Party, Phil? I think it was a foregone conclusion. I mean, the, like the Democrat Party, and, and keep in mind, like I, like like I think I I lean Democrat. Growing up, like growing up, I leaned a lot toward that, and I still have some, you know, liberal views, like some that would have been deemed back in that day liberal views. But sure, the the Dem- the Democrat Party has gone so far off the off of what it used to be that it's just like it's it's basically alienated everybody that isn't completely insane right and so we have what we have and of course like you're you're talking about Tulsi Gabbard who once endorsed Bernie Sanders who you know who has a lot of liberal ideals of her own, but like she felt disenfranchised by the Democrat party. Like, I, I mean, I'm surprised, honestly, yeah. I'm surprised none of this happened sooner. That's pretty much what it, well, it's, it's, it's interesting to me that it, that 
I mean, I, I hate to harp on this. It kind of seems like a meme at this point, but, uh, the, you know, the, the trannies once again are undoing their, are undoing their own, basically, you know, trannies have basically invaded the Democrat party at this point and are ruining everything for that party, which is whole, which is partially hilarious to me. That right. that's like, how, like, how do we get doing. now? Here's the, here's the question. How, how yeah, I, I, get... I can hear you now, Ash. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, I pulled my I pulled my internet magic somehow. What's going on, boys? Look, here's my question. How did how did we get from as far as you know, as far as transgenders go? How did we get to let's treat everybody with respect, let's treat everybody with dignity, and you know, how did we get from that to if you don't suck that tranny dick, you're a phobe? Right? How did we get that's, that? How did we get from one end to the other? It's like pretty crazy. I mean, I think I think we got there because I think I think it was a case of um, you know, give them an inch and they'll take a mile. Right? Mm-hmm. First was first was gay marriage, and you know, no. Like at the end of the day, like no one really had a major problem with like gay marriage illegally, right? And so I think, I think people are like, okay, sure. And then, you know, the trans, the transgender bathroom thing was weird, but people are kind of like, you know, whatever. And so now they're like, okay, now we want to, now we want, now we want to come after your kids. And it's like, wait, what? You went from, you went from wanting like to choose the bathroom, uh, you know, to now you want to, and you know, teach our kids about this shit when they're fucking six. And and that, and you so. want and you want them to compete in women's sports, like that's. I, I there there's well, just certain well, things that I'll never accept. Like they just won't ever accept. And, and that's probably it, one of them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Phil. You just get censored and then you won't even be heard. And then it'll just seem like to normies that the population agrees with this. And it's, that's how we get here. Well, the, the, the problem, the problem is you, you get this weirdness, you get this weirdness on mainstream, like even with the media and all that craziness and you build, you start building echo chambers and those echo chambers start getting larger. And you know, Check. I, oh, I, do I do I hear Apex? Hello, we, I hear I hear I hear Gamma. Uh, Hello, everybody. So I haven't heard you in a minute. How you been? Pretty good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, you know, one day rolling S- into the next. Still breathing, huh? You know, I'm surprised <clears throat> that China virus didn't kill me. Goddamn shit! <laughs> you didn't have to try harder than that. I mean, as a Yes, I don't know if we've talked about this recently, but they've—I mean, we were right all along. All the the people that your friends and family, and especially people online, were fucking screeching about: oh, the vaccine's not going to help you not infect other people. The mask isn't going to help you not infect other people. It's the fucking flu, basically. Yeah. You're fine, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing how the flu numbers basically went down to almost zero. Like, oh, that, yeah. that, no, no coincidence there. Oh, I had a yeah, student tell me he had the flu the other day, and I was just—I didn't say this, but I was just like, "Really? That's <laughs> not no." Yeah. And and look, there's no way there. I'm I'm here to tell you that there's no way 
that political corruption had anything to do with any of this. I'm just telling you right now. There's no way no. that the that the half billion dollar donation to the Joe Biden campaign from Pfizer had anything to do with this. Or the ten or or the what ten million plus dollars that they give to both sides of the political aisle. No way that had anything to do with with, yeah. with this coronavirus vaccine. Yeah, it's been the same. I mean, this shit's been the same for decades, man. You know, it's just it's I mean, I hope we all live long enough to to see this moment in history used as an example. As I can't think of a like a comparison, but as many like we were taught mistakes societies have made in recent history when we were in school. I mean, they still I imagine they to some degree they probably still do that. But uh, things we learned from uh, collectively and. Uh, Shit, uh, maybe we haven't. I don't know, but I feel like I, I I just hope we can live long enough to um to see this reflected for what it was like mass control, mass hysteria. You know, I mean, I doubt we will, Mm-mm. but uh, you know, weaponized fear. Yeah, uh, we need we need a Shawshank Redemption where we crawl out on the other side clean. We yeah, the amount of shit that it would take for us to fix what's going on right now is so drastic that I don't think it gets fixed. Like, I just think, I think like we are so far down the fucking, the crazy hole that I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the hell we get out. I mean, every, yeah. every institution we have is fucked. Like, I don't I don't think I like, where is this going to come from? I mean, it's got, I mean, and it's not going to be quick. I mean, the, the fix will, will not be quick. And by then, who knows what the fuck happens? Maybe fucking Russia and China take over the world. Who the fuck knows? Well, yeah, and I have, I, the way I've looked at it for about as long as I've been doing this podcast here with Sammy is, like, I'm not a very smart man. Um, and even the internet collectively... <coughs> You know, there's always things that you don't think about that people you don't consider. Uh, you know, things can change on the fucking dime, and uh, I don't claim to know how that could be. I can't, I can't claim to imagine one, but that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean a, a fix doesn't exist, and it doesn't even have to be a perfect one. Well, I but think just, the, uh, the fix is they're all just going to turn themselves transgender and then not have kids, and then they'll be gone at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Humanity gets down to, under that 500 million mark that uh, the, the Guidestones were. Yeah, all the nukes uh, go off, about. and then we're just left, and we're like, "Oh, you guys want to build a town or something?" Yeah. So, I but didn't mean to cool. de- but but, oh, but this is cool though. Well, well, I mean that that's not that that's not totally true. I, I I just I just saw on MSNBC that men can get pregnant, so I don't see where we're you know. <laughs> Are you going to repopulate for us, Phil? I mean. There, there's there's certainly plenty of men out there that can repopulate the world. I mean, look, I mean, I mean, you you got You got to trust. Sometimes you just got to just jump in with both feet and trust a, a, a reputable news source like MSNBC. Do you have my baby, <laughs> Phil? If my my womb is destroyed, Daddy. Daddy? It, it, so. I saw we were talking about um, 
I'll go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Tammy. If MSNBC uh, is a reputable is a reputable source, that I can fucking walk. So. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you so, do it on um, your hands. And, so. <laughs> yeah. But, well, walk, well, okay. To clarify, walk with my with my legs that merch doesn't think exist for whatever reason. So. But uh no Apex we've been talking out your we've been talking out your uh silver haired fox girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah I'm not so whatever. sure about that bitch. I never really paid much attention to her other than that silver streak in her hair and that she was, you know, uh kind of a cougar. But this whole this recent move uh, like She's she's calculate. There's something going on, and I'm not I'm not again smart enough to, you know, begin to really guess. I mean, what exactly the goal is, but I would think it would have to be, it would have to be because Fox News is paying her to to go on the network. Yeah, like I don't think I, I think this now. Well, I mean, because I mean the timing. Like, look, she's gone more and more. She's stayed more and more on the straight and narrow. And obviously MSNBC isn't hey. going to fucking pay her or Not CNN gone. isn't going to pay her. So now, she, you know. Well, you, remember when, you remember when Ellen Page like wasn't in any movies and then she was like, I'm a guy now. And then she gets like all the news and shit. I think Apex is right. Like there's something going on. Like suddenly we're talking about Tulsi Gabbard. Well, she like she went on. I don't know the timeline on this, but she like she went on Joe Rogan. Uh, she announced leaving the Democratic Party, like all the way she did, and then she like started a podcast. Uh, is that correct? I believe she started a podcast, or she's starting yeah, a podcast. She, that's what I heard on the Whitfield report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, waiting to see. She's, Wait, I'm waiting to see when she starts an OnlyFans. I was gonna say I might start paying attention then, but <laughs> no, I. Uh, I mean, yeah, that it could be that it could just simply be that she's you know, publicly leaving the Democratic Party to drum up more viewers and donations for her fucking podcast. Because, you know, the lemmings will... Fu- as uh, Eric, <laughs> I was thinking the word as I read it in chat. The, you know, the lemmings, as it were, will follow these people off a fucking cliff. And, how, do you, uh, how do you even fit another podcast into your daily routine? Like, I know, right? Like, well, yeah, just- the people that work at home and do nothing but sit at the computer, I mean, I don't know how they do it either, but... But surely yeah. they've already filled up every hour with something already. Like you're gonna have to move something aside. You're gonna have to be like, "What podcast can I give up permanently so I can support Tulsi?" You know what? I don't understand I... is the people that watch Twitch, the people that Twitch stream for six, eight hours a day and get thousands of viewers for the entire time. I don't understand who's watching Twitch. Oh, oh! Speaking of Twitch, uh, did did any did, did anyone see? Uh... Adriana Chechich break her back at TwitchCon? No way. Oh, yeah, I did. So, I, so, I did. So it, it, just, just in case the, the, uh, the crowd doesn't know, Adriana Chechich is a fair, fairly popular porn star, or was. Yeah, one of the most then, recognizable porn stars. Right. So she, started, so she started doing Twitch a while ago. I didn't know and, that. Uh, so she was one of the personalities that was at TwitchCon, and so they had they have the 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 pit the Twitch pit, which has like you know these little pieces of foam instead of oh, it's I'm like pulling a, up like the video one of those, now. 
<clears throat> it's one of those like Chuck E. Cheese pits, but like with like these foam pits or these foam pieces. So she jumps into the pit <laughs> and she breaks her back in two places. Oh my god! Me, me, you know me. I'm already like, dude, these jokes write themselves. Like it's like karma know, for like, having like a. All, all right, we'll make sure she's okay. Uh, get her out of the pit. I'll start the oh, oh my god! Big sympathy! Oh. Great victory there. I can't get out. Are you okay? Are you okay? She's held down by the pitbull medic! Gravity. Yeah, they're making jokes and shit. I mean, come on. Yeah, and then uh, look at the tweet right above this. She <laughs> she is in a full fucking brace. She broke two vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I hope I I, I I hope she takes fucking all of Twitch's money. But yeah, just uh, you think you would like yeah. one of these jumps maybe before you. you you know me, I had a field day on this one. I had a field day on this one. I'm like of all out of out of all the monster cock that she took to try to to <laughs> like it, it took a twitch pick to actually do her do none her of those are square in. though. At yeah, this is, what, this is what gets you, right? Yeah, it's like all the monster cock she's taken over the years, it's the twitch pit that does her back in. I've seen you her know, do some things. I don't know how she would walk afterwards. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. Like I, there's the jokes ran for me too, but the primary thought that I had was fucking was rage because that's just like I don't understand a how people were fucking stupid enough to treat to look at that thing and be like, oh, let me just jump around in here. It's literally one layer yeah. of un, <laughs> uncontained foam. fucking foam blocks. Like and underneath is just concrete, a, right? Yeah. Let me do a well, cheer got, jump and land directly on my tailbone, and like that. And then the fact that Twitch alone—you could hear him in the background, like, "Oh, oh, oh she's held down by the fucking phone pit, medic." Dur, dur, dur. You know, it's—I don't know. Frustrating. I mean, yeah, there's first mistake there was that too. Okay. I mean, there, there, there is the thing. Like, I hope she fucking sues somebody because, yeah. Well, yeah, she absolutely well, is better. Yeah. Well, I mean. Then, then again, people people are also really too happy these these days. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I yeah. I mean, that seems that seems you. pretty clear. That seems like a pretty clear. Unless she was instructed not to do uh, anything like that. If they're like, don't jump into the pit, which which you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't, yeah. She like signed some kind of agree, uh, or, or maybe she signed. Um, some sort of waiver that says if you hurt yourself, it's your own dumbass fault, and we're not taking yeah. responsibility. Why do these ridiculous conventions always need a ball pit or a foam pit or anything like that? What does that have to do with Twitch? What does that have to do with anything? Uh, yeah, know. what? It's, it's yeah, retarded. It's, it's, like, it's retarded. It's like, it's, it's like the team planning yeah. is like a checklist. Like, what else could we do? TwitchCon's not exciting. We need more. I mean, she, oh, look, a- Adriana's going to have to have. A rod. She's gonna have to have a rod in her back, which, of course, that that was that was joke joke <laughs> doubt, in itself. You know what? The good news is she can start a new career in crippled porn. I'm sure that's a yeah, booming, you know, uh, yeah, a burgeoning industry. 
We know some guy who could. Uh, I, I, might <laughs> I might know a guy. I might know a guy. Believe me, people were sending people were sending me DMs about about this uh, that I cannot show on YouTube. The Whitfield retard. Um, the Whitfield retard. Is that what you just said? I said I said the Whitfield reporn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's physically retarded. Yeah, the... mentally is question still questionable, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> and what were we saying, Sammy? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I'm not, I'm not mentally, I'm not mentally retarded. I may, be, I may be crazy, but I'm not retarded. So, um, but no, yeah, the, the, um, I mean, what's amusing to me is that last week was such a slow news week that this was considered newsworthy. I guess. Um, the only thing I heard about TwitchCon is that Hassan Piker was getting mad at everybody. Yeah, that too, which is hilarious. He's always always mad at somebody, though. Isn't he he always mad at somebody, though? Every day. And that's he's kind of like the prime example of what how we got on this conversation because we were talking about who has time for another podcast. Like, who has time to sit and watch Hassan Piker for eight hours every day? And donate to him while he reads tweets and other people's articles, watches other people's fucking YouTube videos. Bro, uh, I was you know I was, I, mean? at the, I was at the gym apex, bro, and I went into like the steam room at the end, and these two motherfuckers like have their fucking phones and they're looking <laughs> at their fucking like I don't even know how you see the screen, but they can't they literally can't go a minute without the phone. So maybe that's why. They're, I suppose, they're not actually yeah. sitting down watching us on Piker. They're working at McDonald's or they're in the steam room or they're on a train or something. And that's what they're doing. And they can't. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I do see uh, retail and food you know, service workers of all sorts, especially fast food, who uh, are staring at the fucking phones. Just like the fucking lady at the, oh, the checkouts are only self-checkout at the fucking Kroger I was just at. And there's always that one big black girl who doesn't do anything. She just sits there. And I guess she's there to watch you in case you steal something, but you can just steal something because she's looking at her phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, well, yeah. anyway, back to Tulsi and her, her, shena- excuse uh-huh. me, her shenanigans. I think, you know, I think it could be, I think it is just as benign as her just trying to drum up support to, for, to grift. She's trying to fucking start the grift off strong. And that in and of itself, like, gets, irks me. You know, I see a bunch of people like, oh, fucking <coughs> Gabbard DeSantis, Gabbard Trump, fucking 2024. Like, oh, you no. fucking retards, yeah, dude. Jesus Christ, man. I, I don't I don't see that as I don't see that as being the play here. I, I will I will say this, that I think one of the positive things that could come, at, come out of this. And again, this is me being like, this is me trying to be some optimistic, but. I know a lot of Democrats who are not woke, but they stick with the Democrat Party because they think, well, it's either it's either Biden or it's that asshole Trump. And I'm like, well, here you have a, you know, a decently, you know, an intelligent woman who has military service and she's leading the Democrat Party. If she can do it, why can't you? Yeah. So you think uh, she's trying to like lure other Democrats? Uh others more center center left democrats away from the crazy is that what you're saying well that well that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for 
I, I mean, I, right? Oh, that, that's what I meant. <clears throat> I, I, I think that I think there, I think there definitely could. Be, don't get me wrong. I definitely think that there is partially a grift, but I also think that she could very well be trying to lure center, you know, more moderate Democrats away from the crazies. So. Right. Trump Gabbard doesn't actually sound unpalatable to me. I I, I like the sound of that. You well, she that? doesn't. She doesn't really like Trump. She's you know she's been pretty. She's been quite vocal about that throughout yeah. his, pretty much his entire presidency. And, yeah, she doesn't. But the other thing, hold on, before I forget, like, the other one of the things that uh, that stood out to me because on top of the Rogan experience, the announcing of the podcast, leaving the Democrat Party, there was a town hall with uh, Alexandria Cortez, AOC. And some fucking dude was in there screaming. Somebody just fart. Who farted? Oh, I, I, I saw that. The two uh, guys. Yeah. yeah. And in the middle of him screaming at her about oh, nuclear war, blah, blah, blah. She He brings up um, that Tulsi had the courage to leave the Democrat Party. Like, what's your excuse? And it just seemed, and I even tweeted, I said, I, in uh, asterisks, I was like, paid for by the Tulsi, Ga- paid for by yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, plant. Yeah. Well, well I mean, exactly I think part of... That's exactly I think what it part felt of it, like. though, I think part of that, though, was like she like she was saying he was saying that then maybe it is a maybe it is a Tulsi paid grift. But like the he she was saying he was saying how she signed off on all of this funding for Ukraine when we have so many fucking needs at home. And I think it's gone it's gone to like eighty billion dollars that we've get basically given to Ukraine. Like, what the fuck? And, and I mean, that's a fair. That in itself is a fair point because I mean, look, eighty billion dollars. I mean, shit. Good night, Sasson. Awesome. Huh? Go now. I was saying good night to the chat. Someone in the chat. Oh yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, you could end homelessness with eighty billion dollars. It took. It, the 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 cost of the Venetian in Las Vegas was one point five billion dollars. You could build a Venetian in every fucking major city and essentially end homelessness. Like the amount of money yeah. we're spending on Ukraine, and they're not even going to win this thing. Like they're they're still going to lose. And well, like, that depends. What are we doing? I mean, yeah, I don't think I, I don't I don't think. That they will, unless some sort of something really bad, because it's a proxy war, dude. We're we're sending all this money because we're fighting. That's our war. We're well, our government is fighting that anymore. war. No, yes, they do. Elon backed up. He, he backtracked again on that today on oh, Twitter. No, I just wanted to buy Twitter. Damn it! Well, it yeah. Well, it, it Kim dot com actually called him out, uh, and they had a little back and forth. Uh, <clears throat> In my timeline earlier, where, um, you know, I, I don't know, I, I'm not sure I could find the tweet, but Kim.com is like Elon Musk is a role model to like millions of people. My my kids look up to him. He has to do something, blah 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 blah. And uh, or no, it was Kim.com responding to Elon's tweet saying, "Well, we're already losing money." Uh, I believe, God, fuck, I wish I could find it, but he, Elon's like, oh, well, besides them spitting in my face and putting me on a kill list in Ukraine, um, like an official American kill list or some shit, I'm going to keep providing 
Starlink for free to the Ukrainian people. Um, whatever. And then Kim.com was like, you fucking God damn it, dude. What's wrong with you? Yeah. You've got to, you got to like, it's important that you make a stand. And, and Elon's you know like, what? he's I, like, well, kinda, damned if I do, damned if I don't. So, and I, it seemed, I, bet, I seem to be damned. Well, I bet you, I bet you behind the scenes, the government actually gave in and probably started paying their share. And he probably agreed not to share that information. I, that's again, what I he's, yeah, happened. he's a fucking, of, I would, I would bet that's, that's a good possibility. I mean, a yeah. firm possibility if you ask me. Yeah. But then again, who knows? I don't know. I don't know shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, I mean, the, the, the amount, cause I mean, the Ukraine's fucked without Starlink. I mean, they're, I mean, they're fucked anyway. I don't see, I don't see Ukraine surviving past the winter, right? I don't see it because it, it's going to get, it's going to be cold. Russia's going to shut off the freaking get. They're going to shut off the oil of natural gas and they're basically going to freeze and they're, they already don't, they're already running out of troops. They're already, they, they don't have enough cold weather gear so, so, they, they've going, got 80 billion American motherfucking dollars. <laughs> yeah, but most of that shit's already blown. Most of that shit that they gave to Ukraine is either already destroyed, it it's stolen stolen by the Russians or sold by the, sold in the black market. Like and and Yeah, the, I'm I seeing mean, probably, <laughs> I saw a drone dogfight between a Ukrainian drone and a Russian drone of the same model and ooh, they were, mm-hmm. it was literally just them trying to you know smack each other out of the air it was the most pathetic thing i've ever seen that yeah. that and the uh both sides flying drones over troops it seems to be mostly uh, ukrainians flying drones over small troop clusters and dropping fucking like fire bombs uh or high mm-hmm. explosives on on like a one random like 19 year old russian that's doing the sign of the cross doing a prayer all by himself fucking turning him into pink mist yeah and then you know all the blue check marks retweeting and cheering the fuck out of it on twitter it's like mm-hmm. you're not you're not making a good argument against these people have nothing to do you you know all this shit you got all this, these receipts you're on your phone in the steam room Oh, yeah, well, no. I'm one of those people. I'm a retail manager, so I get extra yeah. time that I can just scroll through my fucking phone. Because <laughs> a lot of what you're saying, I'm like, do... yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. And then I'm like, dogfighting drones. <laughs> well, yeah, that just popped up uh, the other day. I, I don't know. It was uh, Alex Bayman, the Ham uh, Hampshire guy. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but uh, an old Mr. Medicare find. This guy makes an under. He's been making underwater. Uh, habitats for hamsters and filming it for oh, I remember that. A, yeah. a long time yeah he's one of my twitter friends and he he commented on it he's like the future is fucking stupid yeah. <laughs> of that mm-hmm. on the, vid- the video of the drones smacking into each other well but it's like like admit i'm a loser that does nothing you ukraine can well, barely handle russia right now and they're at and they're only at russia's only at like eighty thousand troops Right I mean, now, I rotationally, I, I find it hard to trust any of the any. You're about to add. Well, well, the 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 Russian the the Russian military, and I was doing. Uh, uh, you could tell I have way too much free time on my hands, but like, uh, I guess the special military operation only, uh, um, only allows for two hundred thousand troops max. <laughs> within the operation which you have to cut in half because 
there's rotational shit involved, right? You can't sure, just, sure. you know, yeah, you can't just so dump them all on the field. Yeah. Right. So, so you're, they're running at about like 80,000 troops. They've taken four States at, and they, with about 80,000 troops. Now, now Russia's turned this thing into like a counterterrorism operation, which means they're, they're throwing in 300,000 troops on top of that. Yeah. Yeah, because in in the matter of fucking like two weeks, we had the Nord Stream fucking get a hole blown in it, uh, and then goddamn the Crimea Bridge. Yeah, that, I can't fucking believe that. Not a peep. Not a once they peep. and once and and, and it's Operations good thing you brought that up too. You good thing you brought that up too because like when when Russia shuts off that valve that's going through Ukraine, where the fuck is where the fuck is Ukraine going to get their oil? Because Europe's tapped out. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be freezing too. They got their own fucking problems. They got to worry about. How's yeah. Russia? How's the U.S. That how's the U.S. gonna get oil to Ukraine? Like they, they there's no way to get it to Ukraine. You you might be able to maybe you could get get some from Poland with that new pipeline, but that's not gonna be enough for you to survive throughout the whole the whole fucking winter. And it gets cold in Ukraine too, like. These these guys are fucked. I I mean yeah. I, I I don't know. I well, don't know. And, and yeah, I think we just sound. And going back, I, I feel dumb, and I th- I feel like we sound dumb, like talking about. I mean, whatever. But we're just look. I trust me. I'm right there with you. Me, I feel like I'm a. I feel like I'm like a modern day Socrates. Like I'm like, look, the only thing I know in this world is that I know nothing. Right. But that, and I'm in the, I think I'm in the right mindset because it keeps me learning. Right. It keeps me learning. Like the second that I say, oh, I know everything, or I'm like, that's, that's when I feel like I stop trying to learn. Well, that's why, that's why you're not a lefty. They literally never admit they're wrong or change their minds until their program tells them to. Well, here, well, I mean, the conservatives well, when, are like that too. Like you get a lot of conservatives oh, yeah. that are like, oh, they're I always learning. Go ahead. All about all about the economy, and I'm all we're all about military matters and foreign policy and da 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 da. Like, shut the fuck up. You guys don't it's know the, shit either. It's the same on both sides when you get yeah, to the far edges because it's they're both always learning, but within one hundred percent right. Whatever kind of rigid framework well, that, that fits their side, you know. I think whatever well, you here's, hear, you just have to be like, okay, so that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, another well, check what, someone says they know something, you're like, okay, so that's not what's happening. I don't think any of us well, could predict what's going to happen. Go, go ahead, Sam. Shut up, Ash. Well, here's what's Sorry. interesting to me, and and uh, and I mean, again, going back to the Tulsi uh, interview, and Semper yes, actually talked about this on one of it on one of his streams. But uh, one thing that's been very interesting to interesting to watch too is how both of the major political parties are talking about nuclear war and how. We might have to use nukes if uh, if things ex- escalate in Russia. And I'm like, whoa, where where did where did that come from? Uh, you know, Joe and why are we talking about nukes? Are we talking about nuking Russia? Why why now? And it, it just seems like such a drastic uh, measure. But what's even it's more reckless is fuck. like, oh yeah, is is neither political party is really like 
is really debating over it. Both the elites in both parties are like, yeah, you know, if worse comes to if worse comes to worst, you know, Putin uses nukes. Well, then, well then, goddamn, we might have to do the same thing. It's like, and it's like, okay, why aren't you guys argue about everything else? Yet this is the one thing where you guys aren't at each other's throats. You're like, yep, we might have to re we might have to rearm the nuclear arsenal. It's like, what? This isn't 1980. Two anymore. The Cold War is fucking over, or should be at least. So, I think, I think there's a good chance. And and they talk about how Russia might use new. I I haven't heard anything about that. That Putin was going is going to use nukes. I haven't heard anything from like yeah. Putin, Lavrov, any of those any of those types. The the only thing that I heard once was. He was like Putin was saying to the and this was like early in the conflict, too, is like to those that threaten us with with those extra weapons, know that we have them, too. Right. And we we will defend our motherland. Like like and and that was pretty much it. He didn't really specify nukes or anything like that. It's all the nuclear talk has been all on in the West. All in the West. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Well, well, because because uh, all these people on Twitter are like, well, Pu- well, Putin keeps threatening, you know, nuclear war with the U.S. And then, I, and then I, I go to like Russia, I go to RT, I go, you know, I go to like the Russian websites. They're not saying anything Mm-mm. about nu- nuclear war. Mm-mm. But then, I, but then I go to. You know, I go to the New York, to the what New York the Times, and they're all talking about nuclear war. Somebody's making a uh, weird sound in the mic. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. Sorry. I don't think it's me. It's not me. It Were you just unwrapping something? Or... Wire. It sounds like something's playing in the ba- black background or something. It, it sounded like someone was opening like a rapper. Like, I heard it just now. Mm. Yeah. I think it's Sam. Mm-mm. Sam's, Sam's playing well, himself. Oh yeah, come on! Come on! Give him a break. I heard it. It's not me. If he wants to rub one out, let him. All right. He's going through. He's going. He's surviving a hurricane. Okay. At least at least give him this little fucking amount of joy. All right. Damn. Um. No. Well, no. My my. It it might be my. uh, It might be my mic cord. I I doubt the mic rubbing again. Um, Yeah. It probably is actually I'm the culprit. Is that legless well, man, Sam? Um, Sam, you've been doing a yeah, podcast me... for how long, and you're using <laughs> you're using fucking earbud, Mike? Yeah, you're like Adriana Chechik, like <laughs> just fucking up at the end. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, okay my I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not that bad. Although I, <laughs> although I did, although I did throw my back. Back at once, gonna go. She's like, Oh my god, something's wrong with my back. And somebody behind is like, Yeah, that's right, bitch. Uh, wait, Sam, how did you throw your back at once? I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I threw, I threw my back out trying to get like a heavy thing off the, the front porch. So, mm. um, we have so, non yeah. for that, Sam. 
Well, yeah, that that's what that's why I need an able-bodied like waifu or something like that. <laughs> so, yes, you do. Um, but yeah, no, it it like I said, the, this whole thing, the fact that it escalated from oh, we're just going to support Ukraine to now we might have to go to nuclear wars. Um, it's bonkers, man. So I don't know what to make. I don't want to make well, any look, of it. Like any hold of on, guys. hold on. Time out, time out. What did we? What have we learned over the last couple of years? Uh, <clears throat> like I was just saying earlier. I mean, they've been, they have known this for sixty years, probably. But and they have slowly been using it. But it went. I feel like it hit a new a new level uh, in twenty twenty through twenty twenty two through this year, pretty much. Is the fear and how easily. If they, if yeah. every, if every single outlet is saying the same fucking thing or the treading the same direction, everybody will buy it, especially if it's scary enough. Now they got us the first time yeah. with uh, this fucking mass pandemic. They locked everybody in their house and we all, they shut the, the world, they shut the fucking world down. And everybody was like, not only were they okay with it, they were begging for more. Uh, generally, I mean, it's most people. <laughs> When we're okay with it and went along with it. So, all right, they played that card. What's next? Well, nuclear we war. <laughs> the only thing that's worse. Yeah. So, yeah. The- I mean, I guess my point is nuclear war is not a, a, a fake pandemic. It's not the flu. You know, they, uh, it could. And I, again, I don't know what these people are actually thinking. That shit could go off at any moment we could it could actually happen that so that that is another layer that's another layer but i just don't think it feels like a big fucking game man like i don't i I don't think any of it's real (laughs) the people dying and, and shit obviously but i don't think that putin's not having this meetings or or that he's solely he's 100 percent autonomous from this world thing and maybe he is. Maybe that's exactly why this is happening to him. That seems to be the case. But well, I just don't. It's well, hard for me to believe. The other thing too is, well, the other thing too, and I is, does anyone feel like this? Does anyone feel like this Ukraine conflict? I mean, I okay. To be clear, I know, I know, it's been building over time, but it it kind of feels like all of a sudden. <sighs> Russia was invading Ukraine, and all of a sudden we had to go and support them right after well, right after we got out of the out of the pandemic. No, because remember, I mean, it, if you remember, yeah, like it did start towards the end of the pandemic, quote unquote. But the mainstream media here was pushing that shit for months. They were like, seven days, Russia's going to invade. Look, they're building troops. They're going to invade this weekend. Uh, you know, week that, after week after week after week until Putin actually did it. Literally, I think it was like fucking nine straight weeks that they were reporting called this weekend. It's it's certain it's going to happen this weekend. We're sure. Intel says, you know, it all that's my, crazy. The, that's it all point, started. Though, is, it all started in 2007 when Vladimir Putin gave his speech in Munich and basically said, that the American hegemony has to end, right? Basically, in the when was this? Today, 
it's, no, this was in 2007. This was in oh, Munich, okay. right? Okay. So he basically went, he, he, he went in front of the world cameras and basically, and said that the American hegemony has to end. We are being taken advantage of and we're basically, we're sick of it. And honestly, he was right. Um, like, now that's like the thing the, is American- he, he's more right than he's not. Every time I read yeah. one of his yeah. speeches or something. That doesn't mean he's not dirty, but sure. he's definitely right. I, I mean, you could be you could be correct and dirty at the same time. Like there's there, those yeah, are not it's like mutually Trump. exclusive. Yeah, it's like Trump. <laughs> yeah. And and so the year after that, you know, or wait a minute, what was the fucking Maidan coup? There was like uh, in Ukraine. Then then you had like, you know, you had the Maidan coup where they basically overthrew the russian backed president and ever since then they've been trying to ukraine's been trying to get rid of all the Russians. no it was some co- it was some color revolution i was just reading yeah. about that too. but that's what it, that, they called it the revolution yeah they called it the revolution but it was a fucking coup right and um no, 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 no. The, the coup was more recent. The coup was more re- that was in okay. like twenty twelve or twenty fourteen. What I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, back in like the seven or in a in, uh, fuck, I don't know exactly. Yeah. But uh I, I have to look it up again. But um yeah, they've been nipping they've been picking at it until they were building to this from the first time Ukraine was destabilized in whatever period this was. I think it was after it has to have been after the Soviet Union. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then in 20, I think it was 2014 when they, in, they put in, uh, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Mr. I'm going to create a new Israel Zelensky, mm-hmm. the Jewish man yeah, uh, who is now running Ukraine. Uh, and everybody yeah, was so. like, everybody was like, Oh, Zelensky, he's the- He's Jewish. There's no way he would actually be like he would be racist or whatever. And then you see nothing but pictures of these freaking Ukrainian troops with like Nazi tattoos all over their bodies and shit. Yeah, and even doing, that Kyle like, Hitler salutes like what the hell? Even that's something's fucking weird about that, too. But no, if you go back to when Trump was still president and the media was giving him a fucking hard time about Ukraine, Zelensky was scared shitless. He was sitting in, in a dingy office, get, you know, any videos you find of him, and he was visibly – now he's doing – he's the fucking Mr. Hotshot, you know, because mm-hmm. he's because he's an actor. It's all a play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now now he's on the cover of fucking People. I I, I thought this was a Photoshop at first, but there, there's this shit's, little like – This a, shit's insane, a, dude. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, we're wa- we're literally watching history being re like like forged in real time, mm-hmm. and and most people uh, think they're living through like historical times. That's it's insane. Anyway, go ahead, Sammy. Well, but 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 the other crazy thing too is like and is they're what do I do? Not only is not only is this like a a war in terms of like actual warfare, but this is. Also, big time propaganda warfare, too. They're they're what are they doing Every like photo shoots with Zelensky? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Dude, he showed up at the fucking like. Well, yeah. He videoed into one of the award shows recently. Mm-hmm. The dude has been fucking everywhere. Yeah. They're trying really hard to push that man down America's throat, so that we 
are okay with spending $80 billion in a fucking year in a war that has, you know, technically nothing to fucking do with us it's at all. It doesn't benefit us at all. Nope. They, it only hurts. Ukrainian, it only hurts the American people. Do the Ukrainian mm-hmm. people even like Zelensky? Like, okay. So, so here's another thing. Here's another thing about that one. Yeah, the Eastern so the side doesn't. Election. Right. Yeah. So the last election... The last election, they're saying that Zelensky got 71% of the vote. Mm. However, the Russian, the Russian Ukrainians were not allowed to participate in that election at that That's time. Right. What? So, huh? What? Yeah. 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 He's, this yeah, is the not, Donbass and the. Uh, they're, they're not. They, t- they keep telling you. They keep telling you that this uh, that Ukraine is a democracy, and they're and that this is some fucking bastion. They're defending world democracy. They're not a fucking democracy themselves, bro. You, Dude. Zelensky who, who needs to go in there and liberate those poor motherfuckers. Or Zelensky's banned banned the opposing media out there, banned the opposing parties, uh-huh. jailed jailed dissidents. Like and and they're shoot like they're shooting people that don't want to fight alongside of them, right? Whenever whenever they whenever they go to these these areas that that are like the front line, if if they knock if if they see somebody and they tell them, hey, you're fighting alongside of us, and they're like, fuck no, they fucking kill them, right? So so let me get. This I've not heard then. that. So. So let me get this straight then. So everything that MSNBC was like shitting their pants about that Trump was going to do, Zelensky has done in his own country. Yeah, it sounds sounds like what the Dems wish they could do here. Maybe that's why they're sending so much money. They could live out their power fantasy over there. Well, I mean, the the thing is, is uh, Biden's son is in energy in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Pelosi's son is in energy in Ukraine. Um, that fucking, there's two more whose names fucking elude me. Um, well, there, John McCain was over there when he was, when he was still alive. You had, yeah. uh, Lindsey Graham and Amy Klobuchar that were over there. Um, well, yeah, you know, so, I mean, it seems, it seems obvious from like, uh, conspiracy retard standpoint, like, What's kind of going on, uh, you know, the the thirty thousand foot view anyway, but it's I, I don't really understand most of it. I've well, I and, don't know. Well, and and that's and that's the thing, Apex is you're not alone. I'm not. I'm not alone. I I mean, I think we don't understand what's going on. I think on. that's the and point. Think, that's the point, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's the point. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on, and I, I would say that, like, the four of us are gen- are generally better informed than your average, you know, normie that just... Well, lives. either that either that, or some, I, I run into a lot of, like, far-gone <clears throat> like, <laughs> I live as you, you know, you in the audience that listen and know, I, I live in the middle of nowhere, sort of you know, small town in northern Indiana. Sure. Uh, a lot of lot of rich uh, farmers and their kids, kind of douchebags, whatever. But I I consistently meet like the Alex Jones level, like 
bro, I'm going to bring you some, I'm going to bring you some material. I'm like, I've, I know I've heard of the great reset. Dude. Uh, I don't yeah. need it. I don't need it. You mm-hmm. know? And they're like, no, do you, you know about Soros? What do you know about Soros? I'm like, God, I know who George Soros is. I'm, a, I'm aware. What about Klaus Schwalben? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if I, if I blink the wrong way, then, then I'm fucked. Then they're, they're going to be talking to me for the next two fucking hours. Yeah. Like, I'm at work, dude. I can't, you can't follow me around. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you start down that whole six hours later. Oh, let me tell you another. Let me tell you another thing. Yeah, you're like, well, I mean, look, I mean, I'm surrounded still by Trump 2020 uh, flags and uh, let's go Brandon flags. Unironic. We're the talking on ironic. The underground pedophile rings and shit like that. Like, uh, it, I, well, yeah, I. I've got people it's, who it's cringe. Uh, uh, again, it's weaponized. These people are not stupid, but their emotions have been played and they've been played their whole lives. And someone like Trump came in and just, you know, the bull in the China shop kind of thing. Uh, we're all aware of his pros and his cons. Um, but, you know, these people, God damn, it's we're we're kind of fucked, but I again, I oh, don't yeah. see a solution, but I, I know the people like us exist, right? We're here. Mm-hmm. There's there's more. There's certainly more. There's more of us than you think, Avex. And no, most no, most no, of them I, just most of them just don't talk. Most of them have no, you know, they're more concerned about paying their bills and, uh, you know, rolling with whatever punches come their way and not bitching about it here on the internet. Uh, they, you know, or they eventually banned off the internet too. Mm. I think I think there's a lot of. I don't think so. I think there's a lot of. Yeah, work, there's a. There they is, never logged into oh, yeah. YouTube once. They never left a comment anywhere. But they probably yep. look at Patriots. They probably look at Gateway Pundit. They look at YouTube. Yeah, look at yeah, hundred percent. Because I I actually did that for years. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, I did didn't ever years. log yeah. in, and then I had that urge that a lot of people do, like to leave a comment. It's like you have to sign in. Okay, this is my leap. Yeah, the main yeah, no, the I, main reason I started an account was to subscribe to channels that were because that was. That was a long ass time ago, and I actually wanted to upload like guitar stuff, but that was way before I had the technology to do so. Um, but yeah, same thing. I, <laughs> excuse me. Um, Matt Jarbo is one of the first, one of the first YouTube channels that I ever subscribed to. Actually, yeah, back when he wasn't a soy boy. Well, when he he didn't show his face, and oh, I told yeah, him, "Monday, Matt, the skull guy." Oh my god, yeah. Well, and he just did. He just was YouTube news, and he was r- relatively unbiased. It just kind of bringing. Oh yeah, he was in my rotation. Total Biscuit, Medicare, like all the games. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first yeah. retro right there, Gamergate man. I was. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm ashamed to say that Philip DeFranco early on was in my. You know. Well, he was fun yeah. to watch too, and apparently, yeah, yeah even his was- subsidiaries. He had some. I can't remember what the fuck they were called. But he had like a rotation of young teenagers that would do news and they were fun. Like they would like kind of light skit type short news videos where they would like, I can't even describe, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, here's something funny real quick about Philip DeFranco. David Hackman somehow got Philip DeFranco to call into his show. And then Philip DeFranco said like two things and then like the audio cut out and he never joined back on the call. And so David Hackman just left hanging there. Crazy. You know, I saw a tweet from David Pakman. That okay. uh, oh yeah he he was calling out Tulsi Gabbard because her logo is like his logo. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, like for the podcast. One, 
Well, and David and David Pakman is now one of these people who's like Tulsi has gone MAGA. He's he's like he's like one of these idiots who is like she's not on the left, so she's a Trump supporter now. And you know, yeah, well, like, I also I also saw a lot of uh, like celebration, like oh, so Hillary was right this whole time about everything. You know, uh, Tulsi. You know, Tulsi being a Russian agent and shit like that. Yeah, like apparent apparently being apparently being anti-war means you're pro Russia. Like, well, well David Pakman is the type of guy to show like a clip from a Trump rally. He's like, "Here's Donald Trump pronouncing this word this way," and it's like, "Holy okay, shit!" You try, yeah, you try standing up in front of. Oh, you can't. You can't get thousands and tens of thousands of people to stand in front of. You know. Sam. Yep. Yes. Did uh, did we talk about Kanye West yet? I want to. No, not yet. But I I want to I want to send you something, Apex, because this is I I found the perfect uh, news story, quote unquote, for us to read. Oh, you want me to read it? Let's see here. Or or I or I can or I can read it. Uh, I would be happy to read it, my friend. Reese, what, what are you sending it to me on? Let me. You guys remember popcorn I... reading in school? Oh, yeah. That, remember... that, that's gay. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Uh, from, did you say popcorn? Um... Popcorn reading? Popcorn reading is where like the teacher like calls on a kid to start reading, but like at any point they can stop reading and call another kid's name and they have to you kind of fuck with your friends and shit. Oh. I guess the best of times it was the worst of David. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, where are you sending me this? Where are you sending me this? Twitter? Uh, Yeah, in your in your Twitter. Okay. (laughs) Just send it. Ba ba da ba 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 da. The headline makes me. The headline makes me laugh alone. Oh shit! <laughs> okay. Oh, it's an un. Okay. <clears throat> it's the idea. <laughs> so the headline reads: Kanye West seeks reconciliation with Jewish cabal to collab on Yeezy X Jews. <laughs> Streetwear. <laughs> okay, Los Angeles. Uh, should I pull? I should, yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. You guys, I'm star of David attire, boys. Oi, bay. Oi, oi, vey. Or oi, yay. Los Angeles. Apologizing for the anti-Semitic comments in his recent shocking Twitter rants, rapper and fashion designer Kanye West reportedly sought reconciliation with the worldwide Jewish cabal Thursday in order to collaborate on his new idea for Yeezy X Jews streetwear brand. (laughs) I can't do any more of that. That was great. That was pretty good. Do we actually have to read this, Sammy? (laughs) Because <laughs> this uh, is a fake. This is a fake article. I, I mean, I guess I could continue doing it. We don't. Have, we don't have to read the whole. We don't have to read the whole thing. I just Woody Allen. Voice. I am truly sorry for what I. <laughs> uh, I'm tr- hold on. This is a quote from Kanye. So, y'all, I'm truly sorry for what I said about Jewish people. I actually think that they was combined my powers as an aesthetic 
visionary, you know, with with your powers as a puppet master of the global economy. This fashion line, oh shit, I I hit buttons. Could be a hit. <laughs> Where did I go? Uh, said said West, noting that much of his violent inflammatory rhetoric was the result of mental health issues, and and, and that he could have achieved. Sorry, excuse me. That he achieved the clarity needed to see how he was working with the international conspiracy of blood-sucking Jews would be beneficial, my lord. Oy vey. I hope the secret... <laughs> oh my god, I found a, I found oh a my quarter. Oh my god. I found a quarter on the... I found a quarter on the ground, sorry. Excuse me. Uh, uh, quote from Kanye. Uh, I think the I think the secret evil Jewish syndicate can forgive me because I have already drawn up concepts for e-branded Yarmulke called Yemult. Oh my God! Are you going to charge me for the condiment? <laughs> Thanks to the Jewish people, control over the markets in every aspect of society, we could have a Yeezy talent in every home. Please. Let me stop by your underground mountain lair with some of these fake-ass children you placed in my house so I can apologize in person at Shabbat dinner. Then I can also show y'all how dope I'd be looking in my Yeezy off-white Tramiel. At press time, at press time, sources reported West was inquiring if it was the Jewish cabal could point it to space laser at Pete Davidson's house. The end. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, I just thought that would be a, I just thought that would be a good little palate cleanser there. So. You're right. That was fun. I, I, I don't really do a New York, a, a Jewish, uh, voice like ever, but I've always imagined doing one. I, so. <laughs> and I, it's been years since I, it's been. Oh my years, lord! Years since I've read The Onion, but uh, but that. But that was actually pretty funny. I, I won <laughs> So also, also, uh, Oki, like that. also, Oki has reported the stream to the ADL. So. <laughs> Good. So yes, but uh, yeah, uh, Kanye. Woo! What what do you boys think about? Oh. Kanye is my guy, dude. I don't listen to his music or nothing. He's just my guy. No, I mean, I think he's fucking, he's an insane fucking narcissist. And uh, the fact that he's ripping on Jews is funny. But uh, the response to his ripping on Jews is the part that's interesting to me. Because, yeah, I mean, Kanye is a piece of shit. He's a fucking idiot. And he's, he's not a a chill person uh, from everything I've seen him over the years. So... I don't give a fuck about that guy. But again, it just the response to, you know, his insanity, I, I suppose. Because then JP Morgan dropped him from the, dropped him from their fucking bank. And then stories came out like a day and a half later that it wasn't because of the anti Semitic remarks, you see. It was from, it was because something else. We don't want his millions and millions of dollars in our bank because of other reasons. So, mm-hmm. uh, now, suppose, I'm going, now I'm going retarded. Suppose, supposedly that that was like from, that happened a month ago, and that was what, in some are speculating that that's what triggered his uh. His uh 
Okay, uh, that would make sense. That would make sense. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, when did he go on? He went on Tucker and said some some uh, anti-Jew shit too, or anti-Israel. I don't know how long ago that was. Well, I mean, Ash and I watched his last interview when he was on Tucker, and I don't. I don't remember. There was like some leaked footage afterwards or something. I don't know how you leak footage, but. No, I thought that was, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. There was like a, a, I thought TMZ had an interview with him and they leaked or whatever. I don't know. It was like cut footage of the Tucker interview, but somehow people got their hands on it and TYT was covering it and like they were covering how Candace Owens, like he did a, he, he did a tweet, I guess, after that was like, Oh, it's time to go DEFCON on some Jews, and then yeah, no, he said death. He said DEFCON. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go DEFCON three on the Jewish community. I don't know. I don't know what DEFCON is, but it sounds awful. But no, Candace was like, oh, yeah, yeah, DEFCON. Is that a bad thing? Is that a good thing? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, incredible well, stuff, well, folks. That- well, and then you had, and then you had like that, com- and then you had that comedian uh, Michael Michael Rappaport or whatever the guy who was unjustified. who was like, yeah, he called him Dustin. Who was like, oh yeah, Kanye. Well, you want to go DefCon three? Well, I'm Jewish. We'll go to DefCon. We're Jewish. We know some of that DefCons or something. Or yeah, he's like, like, we like know that. what that means. We know what that means. We we Jews know that. Deathcon, Deathcon. I think that means like a non-kosher diet, which is really bad for my bowels. <laughs> yeah, it's short for constipation. <laughs> Damn, Phil, you do a really good fat Jew. Uh, oh my god, it's so, oh my god. It's so expensive. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 99 cents for a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Jesus, what's this world coming to? For a cheeseburger. <laughs> Dude, we're oh so good for trouble a cheeseburger? That's insane. That's crazy. Never. Excuse me. You know, because Jewish people have bad allergies. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Can you take the cat out of this house? It's giving me really bad allergies. <laughs> I'm getting really nauseous. I'm so what? nauseous. What? What's, Damn, what's the fun. deal with Kanye West? <laughs> he's, he's a mentally unstable person. And everybody's, everybody's either praising him or they're giving him shit. I'm like, dude, this dude's mentally ill. Like, don't, what, nobody should be praising or yeah. fucking like, yeah, just let the rat him in. Just let him make his, let him make his comments and let him make his, you know, shit. Like, nobody can, like, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like, no, I think a lot of normies like Kanye and it's good for them to hear some mm-hmm. shit, even if it's crazy. People like people like like uh, ex- like putting his crazy shit on blast because it sells. Like it gets it gets viewership. Like when Kanye says something off the wall, people are like, "Oh my god, did you see what Kanye said?" Yeah, didn't, you- he, get, didn't he get banned from something and then he went to Twitter? Yeah, Facebook, I think, banned him. Oh, yeah. he wasn't on Twitter. He was only on Facebook, and then he no, was- he was, yeah, he like. Uh, he was on Twitter, um, 
because I remember seeing him years ago. But uh, I don't know if he got banned or if he just quit Twitter or what. But he, like, came back and posted a picture of him with Mark Zuckerberg. He's like, what the fuck, Zuck? I thought we were boys. Uh, Elon you know. was like, welcome back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway. I don't know. Like, Joe Rogan, Kanye West, Elon Musk, like, all these people are think, like things that normies talk about. And so when they're saying, right. like, even the closest base thing, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, but it's so fucked that, that, that that's what people are talking about, man. You mm-hmm. know? I mean, they'd be so talking fucked. about what, uh, what's his face, Logan Paul or whatever. Or like, or like, you know, one of their chickens is sick and they're, they're talking about that and how, what, what they do to fix it. Cause that's, or, you know, their son or their kid, whatever. There's, I got a fucking hole in my roof. That's what you should, you know? Yeah. You should be yeah talking yeah. to people about, you know, community yeah. shit. Did you see the Kanye thing? Did you hear about <laughs> yeah. Poros? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Precisely. I mean, I mean, yeah. So social media used to be like, like a fun place just just to like place just post photos and <clears throat> even and as e- even and, as recently as five years ago, when I first fucking hopped on Twitter, that was. On more the Facebook or not yeah. Facebook, uh, the YouTube part because I got away with. A lot on YouTube for a long time. And then all it took was posting two Trump rally videos, uh, like two minutes long, and then like a 45-second clip to get a one, two, three strike, you know, all at the same time and in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, whatever. I do have uh, just to switch gears, uh, just because it's on my mind right now. It's not Sunday, but I'm I'm actually – for the first time, and I can't even tell you how long, excited for Sunday because I am a big fan of House of the Dragon. Have any of you guys watched that yet? Sean's been watching it. No, no, no it's no. very, it's very well, good. I, I actually, I did watch the first two episodes, and I, and I did like them. So. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's good. I mean, um, it's it's jarring. It's one of the, and I hate saying this, but it's one of those, like it's. They've all been good first watch, but they do a bunch of time jumps. Like they do yeah. at, at at two different points, two I think two consecutive episodes, they jump, you know, six and then ten years or ten and then six years or something. So they change the main actor actresses. Uh a bunch of people stay the same, but like children actors change and then the two like the queen and the fucking uh, Rhaenyra and Alicent change into adult characters, and then after that, their kids, who have been the same <laughs> for the last few, change into different actors. So it's fucking jarring. Um, oh yeah, so the, it's one. Oh, so yeah, it's so one of those you have to watch. They do. Go ahead. Yeah, so they're doing the same stuff that they're doing on Yellowstone then as well, where they're doing... I'm not sure. I've not watched Yellowstone, but it, uh, yeah, it's jarring as fuck, but, and I didn't really care for it. I've watched the last couple episodes fresh without rewatching any, and I've been like, who the, the, what the fuck is going on? And I kind of get the overall point, and I still, I'm like, damn, this is good. Even though I've been confused as to who's who, I get the general point, but I actually went back and I've watched the uh, the last because they're on tomorrow will be episode 9 but I've watched them over the last couple of days 
And uh, man, it's it's one of those that you actually have to watch more than once because it, it is kind of confusing yeah. with the, the character swaps and shit. But it's good. If you were even a remote fan of Game of Thrones, the show, or if you're a fan of the books, which I'm, I've never read any of them, but I liked the show for a bit. Uh, I got bored of it uh, about halfway through. But still, like the... The, I could see the scope. I, it, it intrigued me just like everybody else. And I think, uh, you know, if it interests you, it's definitely worth checking out. It's very, uh, very good. I, uh, I've, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad mm. uh, over the past few months, right after Better Call Saul ended, and uh, and and wow, I mean, it's. It's pretty jarring to think that like 2008 wasn't all that long ago, and you know, yet like the world has changed exponentially. Um, 2008 was a long time ago, Sam. <laughs> well, well, yeah, fifteen, fifteen years ago. I mean, that's yeah. a long time ago now, but it, but it doesn't seem like all that long ago to me. No, of course, is what I'm saying. Because well, now yeah, we're remaking like, shit, uh, a new thing. It happens. It happens. The older you get, man. Yeah, it really does. Like, uh, like, yeah, people still had flip phones back then. So, damn, what's it? What's up with this camera? And scale gun here? turrets, apparently. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, no. Uh, House of the Dragon, what I find really interesting, especially about it, is it's. Been, I think it's George R. R. Martin's most recent book. Um, and it's written from, like, the perspective. It's like some maester, some, some guy wrote down some history that he pieced together from some other shit. So, like, the book itself has got alleged facts, but this TV show and with in conjunction with George R. R. Martin is, you know filling in these gaps in, in ways that uh, aren't there in the books in some ways. And you know you know how it ends. If uh, you know that House Targaryen dies, everybody that you're falling in love with in this show or you're watching and, you know, finding some sort of relationship to or to care about or to hate or whatever, uh, they're all going to die. <laughs> uh, which yeah. Is, I don't know. It's an interesting it's – an, it's an interesting approach – uh, of a show, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I've ever seen anything like. I don't think I've ever watched anything quite like it, where you you basically know how it all ends. You just want to you get to see the intricacies of how it ends. You know, which is you know, it's interesting. It's uh, well, it's, I mean, it's that, very it's very I mean, well done. Yeah, that's that's what the Star Wars prequels were supposed to be like. Sure, and I, I say. <laughs> I say supposed to be because they 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 kind of weren't, but yeah, that's uh, that's the best part yeah. of fucking. Uh, it's the best part of the prequel trilogy. The fucking yeah. What is that? Duel of the Fates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Duel of the Fates. Um, so. Uh, also, Apex, I, I, I thought this. I thought it was this week, but it wasn't. But next, next weekend, do you know? Do you know ne what next weekend is? 
I don't. The the one year anniversary of when we had Alan Powell on. Ooh, oh wow! To talk about a certain FOIA request. Oh yeah, and uh, that was fun. oh yeah, and then subsequent merch videos. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I was nice to you. <laughs> yeah, you. He, did, he dedicated like an hour to watch like five minutes of our stream, and he threatened me with docs, like you know, slightly threatened me. Oh yeah, when I'm like, doxing's not illegal, you fucking retard. I mean, it's, it may be immoral, but it's not against the fucking law, you idiot. And he's like, oh yeah, Apex. Oh yeah, we'll fucking see about that, Apex Gamma. Huh. Yeah, I think yeah. Sam Sam and my uh, first conversation was about merch, and I just couldn't believe I just couldn't believe this guy was real. No, yeah. no one, no one can. Well, suck my dick. Well, yeah, you just. Oh, hello, Stabby. How how are you doing? <laughs> that was a, that was that was Nick Mullen original, I think. <laughs> yeah. Suck my dick and fuck my ass. I'm gay. What? What are the Comptown Boys up to? Oh, that's I another know, thing. Know is the, the, uh, no, Stav quit the show. Um, and I now know, they I are that. they are doing the Adam Friedland show, and they have been literally building a studio they bought a space they've they've got a set they've been like progressively you can see video footage uh and some it's very funny it seems very funny because adam was the bitch of the show for like six years like he was oh yeah he was the butt of the joke especially for the fans and then stavi fucking jumps out and nick's like all right we're this is now the Adam Friedland show. He's sticking Adam in the spotlight. Nick's taking a quote unquote producer uh, place, but they're making it. They're <clears throat> according to their words, they're doing a talk show. They're just going to have guests on. They're going to do a talk show. Adam's going to be the host. Nick's going to be off camera. Maybe do some quips. I have no idea, but so far it's really funny. What they've done without stuff. They've put more. They've put way more work yeah. into it than ever before uh but uh yeah that's what the cum boys are up to no no what's what's hilarious about <clears> the whole thing is it's just three guys it, is that is that original podcast was just three guys talking and yet they made they made like a shit ton of money on patreon yeah i mean like they they up. still they still make a shit ton of money they're they're one of the they're still one of the top yeah. patreon uh, they they might be the, the first, second, or third somewhere up there. Um, but they, yeah, the Tim, reason the, the the thing is is they weren't just talking; they were riffing. Like the whole point was to riff and be yeah. Like forget the mics were there. Like that's why it was popular. It's called I've heard people call it a friendship simulator because if you've ever had real friends, you've had conversations like these fucking retards have. Yeah. Twice a week, you know. Oh yeah. Or they're like, bro, what a fucking I don't know. What if what if Wendy was a real bitch and we could fuck her, man? Like, what? <laughs> you know, like just those stupid stoner. And then you just go off of that and run for as long as it until it becomes absurd or, or beyond anybody's ability to riff with it. And then you just, all right, well, what the fuck else are we have to talk? You know. So, yeah. It was clear they fucking hated it, too. 
Every, you know, they all hated it, which is why that's the other thing that made it funny. They hated doing it, but they made uh, pretty quickly, like within the first six months, I think they, they were making like 20 grand a month or why 15 they, grand a month. Why do they hate it? Just because it's not, they're comedians. They've, they've you've done stand up comedy and shit for their whole life. And they, they looked at it as like a bastardization of oh. their, prof- their profession. Like it's not, it's not real comedy. It's just sitting here with your friends with microphones eating chips into the mic and fucking stuff always you know it wasn't it was a bastardization i guess that's the they're some sort of purists but Have they uh, changed their yeah about it well they've stav obviously hasn't because he's gone on to do his own thing oh. and now nick and adam they, re- they i think they realize nick is one of the funniest people i've ever seen i've ever or i've or I have ever heard. Um, <clears throat> and it's a, it's a painful kind of humor, but that's the best kind. <laughs> I feel bad for Nick, but uh, he's, he's fucking hilarious, man. He's good at, he's good at impressions and his riff ability. He's been doing stand up comedy again, too. I've seen some of that on YouTube <clears throat> and he's still got it, man. There yeah. you go. He talks, he's got, a, he's got a bit where he talks about Alex Jones being on the, on, the, on Mount Rushmore in the future and why that's important oh yeah and pt does that bit in portland like the most liberal of cities but anyway oh. gonna say something? i i was also gonna say uh medicare is back doing like a weekly show now um oh, it's I heard. on it's amazing apex it's just yeah. the, it's just racial slurs every two seconds it's very refreshing nice. he's he's trying to find yeah. the word that odyssey won't let him say and he hasn't found it yet <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, no, Odyssey's been been Odyssey's great. awesome. Like, they've so. been the, Odyssey's yeah. been awesome from the jump. It's they've taken some time to get everything worked out, but um, yeah, I I hope Odyssey's the future. I don't know. I think Rumble's yeah, got to be, and you can tell by like just a salty cracker stream. We'll get like even more. I think it's the only, only it's the only website that I think gets more viewers on a salty cracker stream than YouTube does. At the same time, it's live on YouTube, and you go to Odyssey, and it's got literally like a tenth of the people. Yeah, well, I mean, what Odyssey's doing with their payment processing and shit, like, Rumble's been around longer, if I'm not mistaken. Excuse me. And, you know, they've got, who knows? Who knows what kind of pockets they have or or who's what's really running that show over there. But, uh, yeah, I like Odyssey. And I honestly, I would like the future of Sam's show to end up on Odyssey because fuck YouTube. And if he can, if he can do both, but get people over to Odyssey to, if they're going to donate, donate there, uh, because he gets to keep what ninety five percent, or ninety eight percent, or something, or a hundred percent. I don't even know. Yeah, well, we're we're over on we're over on Odyssey right now, so. Yeah, but I'm um, saying we should be pushing viewers over there. We should be doing we should be doing yeah. custom we well, should that, be doing custom what... Odyssey stuff. Actually, Ooh, obviously, clip. you know what? You know what? Clip well, my reading. Actually... Hold on. Time out. Clip my reading of that that article earlier and then post it on Twitter and be like Apex is most. I don't know. Like, you don't even have to put my name in it. Just be like his most Jewish rant ever. The most Jewish rant ever. 
you know, he keeps sneezing because uh, just things get stuck in my nose. He can't help. And me, then right? make it an Od- make it an Odyssey exclusive, and then ask people to subscribe to the Odyssey channel, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's how that fucking this how marketing works, man. Yep. I uh, I definitely. Or better yet, I'll I we'll like... do some exclusive content for the channel that we're not that we haven't done on YouTube. I mean, because it may, oh, that's yeah, actually kind of that's actually kind of dumb to clip a YouTube. Uh, stream and uh, put it exclusive on Odyssey. That would not work. <laughs> well, 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 one thing that well, one thing that I'm told that you can do on Odyssey that I that I would love to do is is uh, like riff tracks on on like really stupid movies. That's I mean that's a concept that's been around for a while, but because of YouTube being the way it is, no one can do it anymore. So, oh, you mean watch a movie and talk shit over it? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. No, oh, that would be fun. Yeah, basically, like a shitty yeah, basically that. Yeah. yeah. So. Hell yeah! All right, let's. Uh, uh, and we... with. Yeah. And with Halloween right around the corner, there are lots of shitty, uh, you know, B horror, horror movies or whatever. Yeah, literally any children of the corn movie. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. If, if, there, if, there's, if there's nothing else, if there's nothing else, gentlemen, uh, we can wrap this biatch up. So. I love you, boys. I hope you have a good uh, Sunday and I, the rest of your week. Uh, I hope to talk to you both soon. Yeah, good to see you, Apex. I hope. You, good night, chat. I hope you do too. I hope. Uh, I hope Akaba gets over the swine flu. <clears throat> uh, so, thank you for listening. To the, to no, the that's all. I was, I was just, I was just gonna to... get a little sound. <laughs> Go to Sam Whitfield's uh, Odyssey channel, whatever the fuck that is, uh, and his Twitter and his Patreon, Patreon forward slash Sam Whitfield Sam report on Odyssey. There you go. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to the Whitfield Report. Have a good night. <laughs> I don't know, man. God, God, freedom legacy oh, yeah. in that order. Yeah, God, freedom legacy in that order. All right, Ahuru, nigger nerds, rise up. <laughs> <laughs>